0: This is a CNA podcast. Doors are closing. Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast. Hope you had a good break and it's time to get cracking on whatever 2023 brings.
1: Hello, hello. The new year always brings with it a mixture of hope and fear for me. Like I have no clue what's around the corner. Folks are saying a recession is a serious possibility this year. But we've had these storms before and storms do bring change.
0: Yep, we are three years past COVID-19 now and look at all the things that should change with it people don't go into work anymore, Mm -hmm. outcome-driven work is entrenched and there's greater awareness of mental well-being.
1: For me, the most dramatic change has been companies embracing hybrid work. That's like a tectonic shift in the plates as far as work is concerned, right? So today we want to kick things off with another idea that may change the game a bit more. The concept of a four-day work
0: week. You may have heard news about this. A non-profit called 4-Day Week Global has been conducting pilot programs in several countries around the world. The trial has been deemed a major success. Majority of the companies who took part say they are unlikely to go back to standard work weeks.
1: I admit the idea of working Mondays through Thursdays and having a three-day weekend sounds absolutely marvellous to me. I can think of all the things I could do. But then I'm reminded that as a team, we have content going out every single day. So how does it really work? Do I need to work till 8pm, four days a week? I'm not sure I want that either.
0: That's what we want to discuss today. Can you apply across the board Are the stumbling blocks in our minds more than in operational realities? With us today is Elisa Melis, Managing Director and Vice President of APEC at Centre for Creative Leadership, or CCL.
1: Elisa has experience with change management and was previously with Accenture. Welcome, Elisa. Thank you, Crispina.
2: Pleasure to be here with you today.
1: Let me start with your own work arrangement. Do you work from home? Is it a hybrid scenario? Do you go into the office a lot? At
2: Center for Creative Leadership, we're currently doing a what we call hybrid office first model, okay. and so as a guideline, are suggesting everyone be in around forty percent or more. Okay. I myself, most recently, am in the office in our center about three days a week, okay. and then typically working from home a couple days a week, like today.
1: If CCL were to implement a four-day work week, would that be a good idea for you? I mean, since you already work actually three days in the office,
2: right? I think it's a real paradigm shift right now when we think about the four day work week. Compared to two or three years ago when many of the trials of the four day work week and the conceptualization of the four day work week started, mm-hmm. we are in a new world. We call it the work 3.0 world in CCL. Yeah. Work 1.0 was around pre COVID, most people being in the office most of the time. And 2.0, most of us working remotely for the majority of the time, which was really very taxing and unusual. And now it's only, I would say, six to eight months, especially for us in Singapore, that we're emerging into this Work 3.0 world. And it's not just a combination of the past. It's not just about what's the right mix to be in the Mm -hmm. office and at home. It's much more than that. So in this context, I think the four day work week is looked at through a different lens from many team members and many employees. And it really depends on the nature of your work and whether it requires being in the office more or less.
0: And on that, let us get your thoughts on the outcome of the trials. It wasn't surprising that employees liked it. What was surprising was that the data shows there's something like a 38% increase in revenue. Are you surprised and how does that actually work?
2: Well, I think the benefits of the trial so far that we can see, and many of them are in Europe, we do have some in Asia, are around improved well-being, improved productivity. Of course, talent attraction and retention. A four-day week with no loss in pay can be really attractive for some employees as well. As you mentioned also, revenue returns. I think some of the pitfalls or disadvantages that we don't necessarily see in all the trials are a tendency that can force people into longer days rather than genuinely reducing Mm. hours Crispina, you kind of alluded to this is what is it going to look like the workload falling more on certain employees or management which Mm. can create stress for people how am i going to get all of my work done in the four days in fact it's not that easy to implement and i think in cases where the four-day work week is being adopted hastily without the right things in place Organizations are seeing that it can backfire, even create burnout. Whether the organizations can really reap the benefits is really dependent on the context and even local culture, but the context, what type of function, what type of organization are we talking about? Companies and employees really need to take a step back and think about the problem that we're trying to solve for with the four-day work week, which is really mm-hmm. about recalibrating work and life. And we have to remember that being in a different world today, that may look very, very different. Expectations from employees and employers have changed dramatically in the hybrid workplace. In our research recently, we just saw that pre-pandemic, one in two organizations expected employees to spend 100% of their time in the physical office. Post-pandemic, that is now one in eight. So that really changes the four-day work week construct as a whole. Yes, That's
1: such an interesting point. So I asked my team, it's a small team, would you guys work four-day work week? Obviously, same pay. Is there an increase in work hours? So that's another concept, right? So if you're going to pull in four days, then your four days will have to be longer. So something you mentioned, right, Lisa? So the thing is, most of them said, no thanks. They'd rather leave earlier five days a week. But this got me thinking, are we still obsessing about number of hours? For hybrid work and if you're working from home, isn't that kind of irrelevant? As long as what I've delivered is clear and in good shape, does it matter how many hours I have put into doing that per day? What are your thoughts?
2: Exactly. I agree. That's what's so different about this construct now, especially for jobs and functions where people are continuing to work from home a significant amount of the time. They're really looking for flexibility. So in CCL's recent hybrid research, when we asked people, what do you see for three to five years from now in terms of the preferred mode of work? Mm. Most people selected hybrid office first or fully flexible models. There was the option for a four-day work week. Only 2 percent selected it when they had this menu of choices. That's the difference. There's this menu of choices. So fully flexible is actually much more flexibility than saying four days, because Mm. for people who are not necessarily in the office those four days, the four days and the number of hours almost becomes irrelevant. In fact, if you think about working parents, they may prefer certain days from start time to end time to have more flexibility completing their work and having pockets of time where they could pick up their child from the daycare, for example. So this is the trend where we see many people wanting full flexibility. Now in Mm -hmm. industries like manufacturing, construction, retail, where people must be on site, I think many of the trials that we see in Europe, even Japan right now, are very applicable. There are many benefits. So the four day work week construct certainly can work in our work 3.0 paradigm. It may Mm. not be the right fit for every professional or organization and people just have more options right now. So that's Mm. the difference.
0: Now, let's bring the discussion then to Singapore. In a Milieu Insight survey, a thousand people were polled, and 78% of them said they want a shorter work week. But 65% were concerned about how it would be operationalized. For instance, will they have to reply to work emails, texts on their <laughs> off day? worry about salary cuts and 56% about increased workload. Now, I'm sure there are companies who want to have a trial or may have implemented this, face the same concern. How how do you think leaders should try to resolve them?
2: We do start to see some trials in Singapore as well. Although there isn't a nationwide pilot planned, we see some organizations. And examples are, again, dental clinic, where we have on-site work and there the results are quite good if it is planned and executed in the right way however i think again that in an asian context we have to remember region as a whole most countries we have notoriously long working hours in asia and many countries in the region not including singapore in fact there's also low productivity so the concept of working fewer hours but making them more productive has a lot of merit now In Singapore, productivity is higher, and so figuring out how to work smarter does make sense. Is that going to translate into a four-day work week for most professionals, and especially if we look at our younger generation, Gen Z, the lines between work and life have blurred. Many are comfortable with that. And in fact, they put life first, which means they're looking for greater levels of flexibility. For some of them, again, depending on the environment they're in, the four day work week may work. For others, it may be restrictive even when now they can choose their pattern of working. And Mm -hmm. in a hybrid work environment, they have more options rather than less. It's early days, in fact. Because as we emerge in this 3.0 way of working, we don't know yet how this four-day work week will look.
1: This is a critical point then, and I think you've already raised it. It's really dependent on industries. It's a process that needs to be figured out. After all, frankly, we never imagined a day where we would be working from home, right?
2: yeah absolutely and now it's really more about looking at the four-day work week as one solution in the entire toolkit it may work for some industries for some businesses and looking beyond that really the agenda is greater flexibility and redefining the boundaries between work and life and that requires a lot of reimagining for leaders a few of the things that i think are very important whether it's a four-day work week or some other type of hybrid model. And as you said, Crispina, you're working at home much more. How do we make that productive, engaging, yeah. and boost people's well being? And it's not easy to get that right. Absolutely. A couple of things, whether it's the four day work week or some other hybrid model, could be around expectation setting, really making sure that leaders and individuals and teams are communicating irrespective of the location or the hours or four days or five days and learning agility being more able to learn from experiences in a rapidly changing environment and applying those learning to new situations
0: Hello, my name is Steve Lai.
2: And I'm
1: Teresa Tang.
0: And we are the hosts of CNA Correspondent.
1: A podcast that takes you to the heart of the work our correspondents do across the globe.
0: From China's COVID response.
1: To the childcare center massacre in Thailand.
0: From the fall of Najib Razak.
1: To the rise of Anwar Ibrahim as Malaysia's prime minister.
0: We speak to the people at the reporting frontlines.
1: So if you want to know how the biggest global stories unfold,
0: make sure you follow or subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Now, making hybrid work itself a reality really took quite a lot of change management and some companies are still struggling with this. But in a way, the pandemic really forced us, so to speak, to... Take this head on. And some people have also said that a four-day work week is an extension of this change. Do you think this will be a next big thing as far as work is concerned?
1: Everybody's saying
2: it's going to be the next big thing. I think it's going to be, again, one option in a Mm. toolkit of more flexible work options. I don't see it as the next big thing because now we have really shifted into a paradigm where people will continue even looking three to five years ahead to work in hybrid flexibility in terms of hour and location i think what the next big shift is is actually around purpose and especially younger generation see work as part of life but they also right. believe that life should precede work and purpose is most important it's not just about how long we're working back to your point Cristina, on the exact yeah. hours employees want to find a sense of why they're working. I think that is the next big shift and the employers who can create that will be able to attract and retain the best talent. And along with that, they need to have the right toolkit of flexibility with perhaps a four day work week for those where it makes sense as one of the options.
1: That's such an important point. This is what I'm hearing too. So when we meet candidates for job interviews, if they're younger, they tend to say that I want job which is fulfilling to me. I'm interested in something that is beyond just the money. That forces leaders to think really carefully about what exactly do they want to create in a team, in a company that adds value, not just to the staff, but also to the customers or whoever, etc. I'm just wondering, could it be a situation where, like you say, it's like a toolkit. So some people in certain departments might have a four-day work week. Most people, or maybe in other departments, might have a hybrid of of other kinds of flexible work arrangements. Does that sound like a nightmare for HR?
2: And this has been one of the downsides of the four-day work week in countries like Japan, where Hitachi, a few of the organizations, I think in Asia, Japan has really been leading the way in trialing this with some trials as well happening in Indonesia, for example. And, you know, one of the downsides has really been the administrative challenge around implementing it. We're already seeing that, though, with hybrid overall. And I think the new reality is that there is a much more complex when it comes to HR policies and flexible Mm. policies landscape ahead of us. Leaders really need to reimagine and figure out how to for the future, position that in a way that's going to attract and retain employees, but also drive productivity and so on. So I think that is a bigger hurdle, that complexity now that these kind of work arrangements bring, that we can't go back, there's no turning back. Four-day work week is certainly coming with its own set of challenges when it comes to that actual implementation. So
1: what would you suggest to a leader who is confronted with all of these options now? Like, what three things must he keep in mind?
2: When it comes to hybrid team success, and that could be a four day work week. It's this new, more complex work reality. One is to reestablish the core purpose. Many Mm. people in this pandemic really lost touch of their own personal purpose even. And Mm. what is the reason for the team coming together? Really linking back to that and helping people link their personal purpose to the team's purpose, the organizational purpose, can go a really long way in generating personal commitment, alignment with the team, joy at work, and again, it's not just about the hours. And living the purpose starts from the inside out. So I think providing that forum. Secondly, developing the collective mindset. So more of a human-centric, open, adaptable culture is required for these new ways of working and co-creating and designing the New Work 3.0 environment that suits the whole team. If that's gonna be a four-day work week for certain departments or industries, co-creating and designing that together and discussing how you're gonna have the team culture around values that you want, like resilience, work-life balance. And third, I would say building a cohesive relationship. So social being has no doubt really suffered and been negatively impacted and continues to suffer a bit in the hybrid work environment. So after all, we are really social beings and hybrid work can take away from some of the unplanned interactions where there's a chance to just talk informally. And as a result, many people have slipped into more of a task mode. I think there's some relationship rebuilding and creating that sense of belonging and collaboration, having clear guidance on when Team members should work on individual tasks or in smaller groups versus when they're together for synchronous work, establishing collaboration days to bring people together. And even again, in a four-day work model, reimagining and getting some of these things right is going to be a big part of the success for it.
1: Right. Right. So bosses, just... Basically, they need to be flexible and they need to listen to what their teams want. The thing I took away from this, the thing about joy of work, it, once people have that sense of joy in work, that makes a big difference.
2: Absolutely. And when we think about this quiet quitting and great resignation, this is really, I think, what's going to drive a different sense of engagement and inspiration and leaders and younger generation of workers there are a lot of challenges facing us in the world so I think figuring that out and certainly listening and being very very flexible and the interesting thing for leaders is putting enough guidance and example collaboration days enough structure in place to help people too in fact too much flexibility we're also seeing can leave employees feeling lost, disconnected, without Mm. a clear sense of what they need to do. So it is an era of really dilemmas or leaders being stretched and trying to get the right balancing act to take these things forward.
1: Not an easy job for sure, that's
2: not.
0: not. I'm just glad I'm no longer a boss. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And if you are a boss, you better be paid well, right, Adrian?
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely to compensate for all the work, the brain work on trying to make all this come together.
1: Thank you, Leza, for coming on and sharing with us about this very important topic. You know, Adrian, it was only in 2004 that the civil service moved to a five-day work week. Do you remember working on Saturday mornings?
0: Oh yes, I do. A Saturday morning, a half Saturday morning, there was like just yesterday. Yeah,
1: seems like just yesterday, right? Imagine having something like one and a half days to rest and recover before Monday.
0: Yeah, I think even two days to recover from a tough, busy week, sometimes may not be enough. But yeah, change can be very slow and perhaps a lot of it is just our resistance to it in the first place.
1: Yeah, which is why I feel like a forced event like the pandemic gives us no choice in the matter. My view is that a four-day work week, as our guest has eloquently put it, is part of a toolbox and it takes time anyway for companies to figure out. To me, there are a lot of nitty-gritty operational issues to work out.
0: Yes, we figured out five and a half day. I'm very certain we can figure out. <laughs> this as well and hopefully we will all find a way to change for the better thank you for listening to work it the team behind this podcast is daniel lee jacqueline chan joanne chan and i'm adrian tai.
1: and i'm Crispina signing off